Welcome back to Tallahassee's best podcast out there. I'm Jabari. And I'm Tracy. Here we're Cloud Down Under. We are Dialogue Down Under. If you're new to Cloud Down Under, Cloud Down Under is a student-led organization. We program events, whether it's for lecturers, whether it's for artists, whether it's for musicians. We do all that. Yeah, we have about 50 staff members total. Um, so it's a lot of us. Um, we've been here for a very long time, since 1971. We've brought on talents like Nirvana, Kendrick Lamar, Alex G. We've brought comedians, one of my personal favorite comedian shows. Jabuki Young White, he was so funny. Um, Hannibal Buress, just crazy, crazy people. Could you tell me about the Jabuki? So for Jabuki, I'm pretty sure it happened 2018 or 2019, Mm -hmm. and this was when I had no idea what Club Down Under was. Unfortunately, I was not enlightened yet, but they basically just brought him on. He is kind of famous on Twitter for just being super funny, and I saw him on Jimmy Fallon a couple times before the show, and when he came, I was so excited because it was kind of like my first time. Just an event where someone who I knew from like Twitter or social media was like performing. They didn't have things like that at my high school, and I'd never been to a concert before, so I was really excited. And it was just really fun. The vibe were great um everybody at the door who i ended up working alongside in the future was amazing but yeah that was it's that and the drag show that also happened that same year was like the first time i had been to any cd events and i had no idea who it was but like i had an amazing time so just a little bit of an introduction of ourselves uh, my name is jabari broughton i am a sophomore right now i am an ict major i am from Peru pines florida <laughs> a little couple things about me i have one older brother one younger brother i love music i love film i just watched a, a new film the dreamers last night it was phenomenal who um, was in it i don't remember the names oh no it's like one of those actors where it's like you know their mm-hmm. like face but you don't know mm-hmm. their names one of the um actresses her film debut was um the dreamers okay. but, what uh, did you watch it on i watched it on my playstation i just like go to cap city and okay. just oh, yeah, cap which, city. yeah which we are actually talking yeah about. we're gonna talk about that later but okay so the actors in that are ava green michael pitt louis garrell mm-hmm. and anna chancellor i might have just butchered their names but no no michael pitt is really familiar he was in um funny games the remake by haneke no idea what that is, it's but a really, it's a really <laughs> great movie. Good. It's a great movie. I am actually lead of outreach for Cloud Down Under, so I go out, I speak to vendors, I speak to the entertainers. It doesn't matter who it is. For Kevin, for instance, I reached out to him for the interview, and he gladly accepted. Uh, it's just, it's really fun. I also do the podcast here, so it's the reason why you're listening to this right now. Tell us a little bit about you, Tracy. Hi, I'm Tracy <laughs> Gabayo. Um, if you were just to see my last name, there's no way you'd be able to say it, so now you'd know how to say it. It's Gabaya. I am a senior here at Florida State. This is my second year with Club Down Under. I joined last year as a junior, COVID year. None of my friends were on campus, and I figured that it was time that I joined an organization that was just solely for me, just so I could meet new people, be around new vibes, um, just learn about myself and about other people. And so I decided to interview for Club Down Under, and it has been such an amazing experience so far. I'm the culture and arts coordinator here at Club Down Under. I plan events related to various cultures in various arts. Um, For example, I'm doing the Passport to Haiti event today, which is just going to feature a whole bunch of Haitian music, Haitian food. We're going to have compa dancers. We're going to have bowl painting. And that's just a type of event that I would plan. And also I plan different events such as Wizard on Deck with Hannah Montana, just just focused on early 2000s culture, um, which was really fun. So that's just what I do. But more about my personal life, I, oh, not the rasp coming in. (laughs) Excuse me. I was born in Dominican Republic. Um, but my parents are Haitian so just a little bit of a mix there I grew up 
in DR, but I moved to Jacksonville when I was six. Um, yes, that also means I'm trilingual. Thank you very much. That's, um, that's crazy. It is. That's crazy. Um, I'm an IT major. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm graduating this year, hoping to attend grad school next fall, hopefully in Atlanta. We'll see where I am. It'll be interesting to hear this mm. back and see where I am. Um, what's your first language? Uh, Spanish. Only, Spanish? Mm. Yeah, I only know one language, like monolingual. It's, it's pretty boring. No, it's hard to learn other languages past that time. And also, it was just easier for me because I was living in places where they spoke that language. So like in DR, I spoke Spanish because I was living in DR. In the US, I'm speaking English mm. because I'm living in here. And in Creole, Creole in I speak Haiti. that because yeah. they speak that at my house and they speak that in Haiti. But yeah, that's me. I am mostly into acting and theater. Yeah, Currently an understudy <laughs> and one of um, the School of Theater's plays. It's called Moon Manwa. Um, yeah, it's on October 31st. Actor- yeah, I'm performing on October 31st yeah. because they're so kind and they're letting the understudies go on. I'm having such a good time rehearsing um shout out to ty thompson who's directing that yeah that's me a little bit more about me because i feel like you completely blew okay. me out the water all right go ahead, completely go ahead. Blew me out the water. i'm just african-american i don't know much about my heritage <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah which is an unfortunate yeah, it's yeah. an unfortunate it is unfortunate that happens to a lot of people i do know a little bit about my um great-grandmother she was native american i don't know which tribe cool. but she was native american um my uncle Played football for University of West Virginia. Cool. Um, I am somewhat related to Teddy Pendergrass. Just oh, like slightly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I got some ties. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. When you mentioned West Virginia, I just thought about um, the other day, me and my roommates were eating at Los Compadres in Tallahassee, which is mm-hmm. a great Mexican place, by the way. And we were talking about how the Appalachian Mountains, I never knew this, they span from Georgia to yeah. all the way up to yeah, West Virginia. Yeah, they're like really long. Yeah. It's insane i had no idea that yeah, was a thing, i went but... to north carolina and i saw the mountains for the first time ever and i yeah. like instantly fell in love apparently like, people like take six months off work just to like to go to the appalachians yeah just to like as, hike they, the appalachians. Should. as they should i'm not sure about sleeping in the forest but i don't that's know about sleeping thing, in the forest but like yeah i definitely would love to i'd go hike to i'd go for a day and i'd have a great time and then i'd go home and sleep in my warm bed that's nice that's nice uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of which i've actually gone to north carolina a couple times really? i know it's a little off topic just mm-hmm. a little side but north carolina is probably one of the most beautiful places i've ever visited yeah it's it is, really really gorgeous it's amazing you know, i have family from south carolina mm-hmm. i know some people from north carolina is also mm-hmm. affiliated with my family mm-hmm. i have family in alabama Mm. in georgia so pretty much the deep south just south yeah just the deep south some other things too you know i don't really have a big family on my mom's side you Mm -hmm. know we're all pretty small Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of them are pretty i guess would you i guess you would say like older people Mm -hmm. you know Um, they had children in the past but they're a lot more older than me yeah Um, yeah, i'm like probably one of the the very few younger ones Mm -hmm. that's about it though um for highs and lows of the Mm -hmm. week i guess how's your week going tell us about your highs my week has been um, pretty eventful. Not like in a good way or a bad way. It's just, you know, neutral. Just ha- things happening yeah, all the just time. things happen. You know, that's the way of life. You know, yeah. I can't complain. And that's that's how it that's is. That's how and it I, is. Yeah, yeah. I just, I've been talking to my mom a lot lately. So that's, that's been making my good. day. Um, I did pretty well in my midterms last week. Good. So good. And then just, doing CDU stuff mm-hmm. you know like that's what drives me mm-hmm. I feel like if you find your passion mm-hmm. then you can really you know make things work mm-hmm. and that's what that's what makes it so beautiful that's yeah. what makes working so fun yeah you get to see the outcome mm-hmm. when you work at CDU mm-hmm. and for those of you that don't know the way we get staff positions is we volunteer for the first year so um, usually in the fall CDU has volunteer all call where you can just come in and interview and then if you get chosen to um, volunteer for the year you volunteer for that year and then in the spring you'll have the chance to interview for a staff a paid staff position which is the best thing in the world honestly i don't get it paid to 
put on yeah. these amazing events and you get to do it with such a great people. But yes, it's not going to lie to y'all. It's a lot of work. It it's is a lot of work. A lot of, every single department is hard work. There you really no have to be off. dedicated. Yeah. There are no days off. I guess I could speak on this as well too because this is my first job ever. Mm-hmm. So this is this is probably one of the best decisions I made in my yeah, life. Before sure. I was gonna work at Apple Retail, and before I was gonna work at Starbucks, and before I was gonna work at <laughs> you PDQ. know what? Don't don't rap Starbucks because nah, I, I loved I'm working there. I, I loved working I, trust at me, Starbucks. Trust me, I love me some good Starbucks. And- Shout out Starby because <laughs> that was my. I loved working there. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I I got home from work a little tired every now and then, mm-hmm. but the people were great. I loved making the drinks. They be good. Nah, I I'm sorry. Starbucks is is great. I just I like other places more. I don't but I don't blame you. I'm just a little sour you. because I had an interview with you know mm-hmm. the manager and she didn't hit me back up wow. and it's just it's just it was a pain. It really was a pain. But that's okay. That was 17 year old me, so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Anyways, you're new and improved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for my lows and highs and lows, my week has also been pretty. Ev- well, has a no. It's just been a regular week. Mm. My highs is that my dad is coming into town today. My parents own a Haitian restaurant called Seven Wonders in Jacksonville, Florida, and my mm. dad is coming down today because he's catering our Passport to Haiti event. And by the Sorry. time you hear this, the event will already have passed. Unfortunately, mm. I'm super excited to see him. Super excited to eat some good, good Haitian food. Haven't had some in a while. Um, What's your favorite dish? Favorite Haitian dish. Oh, you have to choose between Haitian. Uh, no, I can't. Well, <laughs> I have. I can say my favorites from the two. Um, so DR dishes. There's this dish called La Bandera Dominicana or something like that. I, if I'm butchering it, I'm sorry. But it's mangu, which is smashed plantains. You mentioned yesterday that you don't like plantains. Yeah, I don't like plantains. I don't know. I like platanos, but I don't like plantains. That's crazy to me. It's smashed plantains, and then sometimes you have it with chuleta. I think most people have it either with chuleta or salami fried. I meant some onions, and it's just yummy. That does good. sound good. Yummy I can't good. eat it, but it does sound good. Haitian dish. I love me some guyo, which if you don't know, it's fried pork. I love me some which is fried goat. Dewey sauce blah, obviously, just the classics. That's my high for the week. No, that sounds great. And for my low, I don't really have one. That's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. Just been busy, mm-hmm. which, you know, can be a good and a bad thing. But for me lately, it's been good. Yeah, like with rehearsals and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, since we're on the topic of events, like what you mentioned with your Passport to Haiti event. Right. And also what you have uh, proactively, the Passport to Puerto Rico event, which yeah. we will be talking about that later. We'll talk about that later. We're <laughs> but, still in the works. And we also have Coin at the Moon, which is super exciting. You might have heard their song, Talk Too Much, or You, or Crash My Car. They're going to be at the Moon at 8 p.m. this Sunday, the 24th. Super excited for that one. We've been preparing for that one all week. It's been a lot of hustle and bustle around the office, but... If you do get to make it, I hope you enjoy the show. Our engagement, actually, for the coin post that we have on Instagram hit Crazy. Like over a thousand. Yeah. So you guys likes. seem excited, so you yeah. better not let it down. Absolutely, show up. Show wow. Bring a friend or two. Bring right. your mom. Bring your dad. Bring of course, it's free for FSU students and then $20 for general admission if you're non-FSU student. Another event we have going on is the Spooky Karaoke on the 27th. It's mm-hmm. on Landis at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, this is very spooky theme. You know, I feel like a lot of people are going to like that. Mm-hmm. Very on par with the Halloween theme, right. you know, Halloween season. Uh, basically, seeing your heart out, just like all the karaoke that we had, mm-hmm. you know, with the Hannah Montana event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fun. Super fun. I loved the Wizards on Deck with Hannah Montana event just because 
people were singing their hearts out. Yeah. Like it wasn't like no little, I'm humming this song. No, like people were jamming and <laughs> yeah, I loved it so much. actual singers actually. No, was somebody, was, I forgot what song they were singing. I think it was a Cinder, Cinderella by the Cheer Girls. I'm not really sure. Mm. They were singing that song. Yeah, well, was, and by the way, um, we'll also have face painters and balloon twisters at that karaoke event. So if you want to come get your face painted, <laughs> come to Landis <laughs> on the 27th at 7 p.m. And of course, the big event that we've all the been waiting event. for. The big Let's event. Go. This is like one of, at CDU's biggest events between Welcome Week, between Spring Fling, and between Haunted Harvest. Haunted Harvest is by far one of my favorite events. It is on the 28th of October. It's going to be Atlantis at 7 p.m. It's basically a large carnival that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have carnival rides and games. We're going to have free food. We're going to have a painted pot station mm-hmm. and also for pumpkins as well, too. Mm-hmm. We're going to have pumpkin carving. We're going to have a whole bunch of spooky new CDU merch. We are looking forward to it. I cannot say how the merch looks. You're going to have to wait. As, as sad but as it's it good. is, it is, it is really good. Yeah. It, is really, it looks really nice. Good. And last but not least, for the month of October, we have the spooky—not really spooky, but student <laughs> sta- student talent showcase on Landis at 5 p.m. That one is on the 29th, and it's basically just a chance for all of our precious students at Florida State to showcase their amazing talents. We have really, really talented people here at Florida State. I'm not sure if uh, the submission link is going to be open still by this time. It might be closed. Um, you can DM us at Club Down Under to see if we still have some spaces available, but if you sign up, you can either showcase your art or reserve a time to sing, dance, do poetry, anything like that. And for those of you coming to watch and stroll by, we have Kettle Corn by Bob's Kettle Corn that's going to be there, which is going to be super good and super fun. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to all these October events. Honestly, October is jam-packed and I'm is, so excited. It is. And um, speaking of the Student Talent Showcase, please, please come. You know, this is a great opportunity to really shine and really just mm-hmm. try out different things. Mm-hmm. Do backflips, you know, eight times consecutively, whether you're a really great playwright, yeah. whether you can rap it doesn't matter what you do please show your talent people are really excited to see that you know there's a lot of depth in that and mm-hmm. people want to you know learn more about mm-hmm. you and you can get a lot of exposure from it too yeah. you know it's, it's there's really always great. an audience for yeah, everything of course cdu is a safe space for all that speaking of which i wanted to ask if you have a spe- like special talent like can you sing do can i have you a special i know you talent? can like act um... but like <laughs> Do I have a special talent? I feel like all my talents aren't really special. They're like things that a lot of people can. I mean, I like acting. Um, I like web design. I like making mm. graphics. I feel like when I think special talents, I think of weird things yeah, that I'm not many people like, can do. Like walking on your head. Yeah. I always like when people ask me for my fun fact. My mine is always that I speak three languages and understand four. Well, that's a special talent. Yeah. A lot of people so can't I guess do that. you know if you count that, then yeah, that's my special <laughs> talent. So yeah. We'll do languages. Do you have one? <laughs> Unfortunately, I do not. I am boring, so wow. I don't have a special that's talent. That's unfortunate. No, no. Other than the fact that I live in Broward, mm-hmm. that's my special talent. Like I am not going to lie to you. I don't consider that a special talent. You don't consider that? Have you been to Broward? Broward I haven't, is very... and I don't think I need to because everybody <laughs> from Broward already paints such a vivid picture that I feel like I've been to it you're not gonna. You're not going to enjoy it. Um, no hate to Broward people. My Broward people, I love you guys, but I hate living there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you're the first person who I've heard hates living Broward. Everybody from Broward swears by Broward. Like, will die by Broward. Like, they love Nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm definitely not going to do all that. And speaking of local and everything, mm-hmm. with my hometown and everything, we're going to talk about local events in Tallahassee. Uh, we have her new knife performing at 621 at 1021. If you don't know where 621 is at, it is in a railroad art district. Likewise, if you don't know what the railroad art district is because i know that is a very unfamiliar place for a lot of people now the railroad art district is the art district that is behind um, college, college town, town. Yeah, it's behind college town <laughs> thank you just culture and art 
that's that's dazzled in every street mm-hmm. corner there vendors there you know cap city mm-hmm. you know with kevin which we are also going to talk about i know i keep on teasing but yeah i'm very excited for this interview but we also have the little stores and yeah shops, there's like other coffee side shops mm-hmm. thrift stores there's paint i think there's like painting shops mm-hmm. where they just sell their paintings and stuff like that and they have really cool art on the buildings it's if very, you're looking cool for art. somewhere in tallahassee to take some cool fun pictures it's rare world squares Perfect. If you've ever been in Miami, it's similar to Wynwood. It feels a lot more compact, but it also, in turn, feels a lot more community-based. I've met a lot of people in, in Railroad. A lot of vendors are really sweet. I actually saw the husband of an artist whose work has been in the Smithsonian Museum. It's insane. You never it's know who you're going to see. Absolutely not. For global events, we've had Playboy Cardi and Harry Styles mm-hmm. perform recently with the concerts. Harry Styles, there's been somebody posting about Harry Styles concerts on my Instagram feed every day for the past month. Like, yeah. everybody's seeing Harry Styles. And I don't blame them because I love Harry to death. Do you have a favorite Harry Styles song? This might be a, a little bit of a one-off. But what are you about to say right now? I'm going to say Woman. Okay. this self-titled. Because sure. Because I think that's a great song. Sure, sure, sure. That is a great song. And Kiwi as well, too. I love Kiwi. Oh, I get that is a good song. I am not a Harry Styles stan, but I am a Playboy Cardi stan. Um, I went to the show on Sunday at Gainesville and I screened my heart out. It was okay. by far one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. But that doesn't say much because that was my first show ever. Mm-hmm. But I, unfortunately, don't listen to Playboy Cardi. No, no, that's, that's where we don't... Yikes. Come on. We don't do that here. Really well, do I do that, that here. Um, nothing <laughs> against Playboy Cardi. Mm-hmm. I just haven't gone around. With, I feel like he just... I don't... It's not that I don't like his music. It's uh, just that it's not like one of those artists that I'm like, oh, I want to listen. Like, you know you. how like you when know, you're putting you. music on, it would never be like my ideal. But again, it's not that I hate his music. Are you music. dissing my music that I'm I play in my I'm not. Car? I'm just saying he's not my go-to. You know, there's other people that I would listen to before I listen. I'm not ever them. letting you ride in my car again. That's I feel fine. Like that's how you I feel. have my own car. Okay. You know what? I don't okay. need to ride in your so car. So you can play your own music, which exactly. I don't know what it is. It could be Harry Styles. Don't worry about what I listen to. It could be Dominic Frank. It could be whoever you want. Don't worry about what I you listen to. You can listen to, to your Jack Harlow in your car. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I don't want to hear about Jack Harlow. Okay, you guys can have your opinion, but he has some hits, okay? No, I'm sorry. SUV goes hard. No. I apologize. His verse, in Industry Baby, goes hard. Okay, his only good verse is Industry Baby. I'm sorry. That's a lie. That is Why would you lie. lie like that? That's not a lie. Why would you say that? Anyways, <laughs> let's continue before I get mad. Speaking of Harry Styles as well, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of him, but or one of his biggest fans is actually in programming. Yeah. But no, shout out to Kate and Carly. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate and Tyler. And Tyler, who's also our PR mm-hmm. graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are actually, our uh, staff. Yeah, Saturday month, month yeah. for October. They are amazing at their job. Kicking butt. Kate is probably one of the sweetest person ever. Or sweetest, sweetest people mm-hmm. on side that I've not Swedish, but sweetest <laughs> people that I've ever met. Um, Carly is the same way as well too. There's not a skip and a beat. You know, whenever you know, see them or run into them, they are extremely bubbly, extremely nice. And Tyler is just a beast. Yeah, Tyler when is it comes to insane like, when it comes to graphic. This man will finish crazy. a graphic and. A day or two. No, like he's in, he's so talented. We tell him all the time we have no idea what he's doing at Florida State because he needs to be working professionally already. Mm, that's what, but we exactly. need him, so we just yeah we need exactly. him here. We love you, Tyler. Please don't leave us. <laughs> but you're actually like insane. We love you so much. And shout out to programming as well. We will be having an interview with them. Look out for our programming podcast where you learn about what goes on here at Club Down Under when it comes to planning events. You might not think so, but it's 
heck of a lot of work. It is so, so, so great to actually be jumpstarting this dialogue again. And for those of you who don't know, this Kevin that we keep mentioning, he is the owner of a local video store here in Tallahassee called Cap City Video Lounge. Mm. Do you want to go ahead and introduce him before this interview? Of course. The man, the myth, the legend, Kevin is that guy. You know, his mm-hmm. store is in Railroad. If you don't know where it's at, it is on the right hand most side. Kevin is that guy. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy the interview. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Dialogue Down Under. Here I have Tracy, my co-host, and hey. the man, the myth, and the legend, Kevin <laughs> from Cap City. How are you doing, Kevin? Doing real well, man. It's a pleasure That's to be here. No, no, of course, of course. We have a couple questions to ask you real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, rapid questions. All right, I'll brace no myself. No thinking. No, no, just no, no thinking. Right thinking. Just yeah. right out, right out yeah. of the heart. Yeah. Okay, course, here we go. Of course. Uh, my first one is, what are your thoughts on pineapples and pizza? I love it, honestly. Yes. Like if, it, if it makes you yeah. happy and it's not hurting anybody else, mm-hmm. why not? I'm not and a fan know, of that. Really? No, no, I don't know. But like is it like the tanginess? It's just like, I don't like sweet stuff. I'm bitter food. Like, I just, I don't think See, those should go along. And I completely respect that. You, yeah, <laughs> you don't have to have it, but I, I yeah. feel like everybody else who enjoys it should be allowed mm-hmm. to enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think the haters of pineapple on pizza are where it's really like okay. the worst part because there should be no reason you should be hating on it, even if you don't like. It. That sounds targeted towards me. It is. <laughs> it is. Nah, it's not. yeah. It's a very bizarre combination, yeah. but yeah. it it works. You it know, works. at, at it first, works. I, you know, I was like, "That's disgusting," mm-hmm. and then I tried <laughs> Same. it as a child. And I was like, "Wait a minute!" Especially if you got like, either pineapple or bacon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You Chicken, put, put, bacon. Good. Yeah, no, it's, it's good, good stuff. No, I'm really good. not a fan of that. Um, no, no. Um, anyways, I have another question. Uh, this one is a little more geared towards your liking, per se. But how many movies in your store have you actually seen? Ooh, oh, man. We have um, about 8,000 titles. 8,000, wow. Yeah, and I would say maybe... 1,500? 2,000? Yeah, like in the course of my lifetime. Wow. Yeah, but man, there, there are so many I've never gotten mm-hmm. around to, and we're just constantly adding, wow. so... That's like a, wow, that's a lot. That's like it's a quarter, a, right? Uh, it's a, it's a chunk. Yeah. It's a chunk. Yeah. That's still a lot of movies, though, honestly. Oh, yeah. A huge movie fan, been a huge movie fan my whole life. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I've kind of devoted a good chunk mm-hmm. of that time to watching really weird, obscure stuff. Oh, that's and, nice. Yeah, just Would trying to track down the that even movies. if you don't, haven't seen them, like, you know of them, or, like, most of the movies that mm-hmm. you have here that you saw? Uh, yeah, I like to have some kind of working knowledge of all the movies we have in the catalog. There's always stuff that, you know, I'm still learning. There's people who bring in movies mm-hmm. or bring up movies that I've never heard of. And, yeah, I try to get those in and learn a little bit about them. You know? oh, that's great. That's great. And that actually leads to my next point that I wanted to bring up. How do you feel about the film community as a whole? Uh, we were talking about how some people who are interested in film are a little pretentious, per se, or... They more or less gatekeep popular. Yeah, just, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I used to be one of those guys. Oh, I, I was there too. Like, you know, my 20s and stuff. Like, oh, you haven't seen it? And you get yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird, like, pissing contest that ends yeah, up happening. Yeah. Like, people have seen what? And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's kind of a waste of energy and a waste of time because as a community, we should all be learning. Like I said, mm-hmm. like, people will come in and bring up stuff that you haven't seen and you mm-hmm. can recommend things to them they haven't seen. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a community. You mm-hmm. should be able to like mm-hmm. talk to one another and mm-hmm. learn from one another and mm-hmm. grow. And I mean, that's what we're all about here. So absolutely, that's one big thing that we, we're really trying to show off as Club Down Under. Just the sheer fact that community 
means a lot to everyone. Absolutely. And yeah. community represents a lot of people, you know. People don't really understand that mm-hmm. on, like, a bigger scale, per se. But on a small scale, it means a lot. It means millions. Oh, man. I, I could not agree with you more. Absolutely. <laughs> Just to play around a little more, what's your favorite album ever, if you could choose one? Oh, favorite album? Album? Favorite album mm-hmm. ever? Holy cow. It's like, do I go with, like, you know, a band's album, or do mm-hmm. I go with a soundtrack? Yeah. I don't know. It could be whatever you want. It had to be the last album... It's kind, of, it's kind of morbid. <laughs> like you have to put on this album because it's the end of the world. Yeah, end of the world. Which one would you put on? Um, every video store, including yours, is out. One album. One album. Before you go out. Holy smokes! Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose two. Mm-hmm. One's a soundtrack, mm-hmm. and it's the soundtrack to Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Cool. Incredible okay. rock and mm-hmm. punk music on there, mm-hmm. and then um, band. I'm going to say Talking Heads Stop Making Sense. Are you for real? I am absolutely for I real. I just got a Talking Heads vinyl recently. Whoa, I got the 77 up. Outstanding. The debut, yeah. Man, that's fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, Stop Making Sense is one of my all-time favorites. And the fact that it's a live album yeah, and it yeah. sounds so incredible. Yeah. yeah that, that would probably be my one. You like David Byrne? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's phenomenal, phenomenal. I You're not him. kidding. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> got another funny question for you. Um, what do you tell people when they ask you what you're listening to? Or like what you what listen, you to? listen to? Music you like. uh, everything honestly and that's you know I know everybody said oh yeah. listen to everything but it's yeah. a fact like I try to you know I guess dip my ears into everything mm-hmm. you know I go to my um, YouTube page it's, I'm kind of behind the times obviously I've got a video <laughs> rental store yeah. I go to my YouTube page and it gives me these weird recommendations and I always try to follow up on those I'm like okay let me listen to this I've never heard mm-hmm. of it let me see what this is mm-hmm. and a lot of times I find like this weird bizarro like adventures in sound that I've never heard yeah. and you know, I end up following following down that rabbit hole and finding a lot of really cool, weird stuff that I like. What's like one of the weirdest things that you found? Um, <laughs> I don't know if it'd be weird to everybody else, but there's a band called Tobacco. Oh wow! Okay. And holy sh! Like their music is just so fucking <laughs> like bizarre and I, I, I'm gonna choose my like it's no, thick, no, no, it's weird and thick. chunky yeah. and I've badass. Never heard and I've never heard yeah described thick. thick. Yeah, so, that's that's a new thing I've never heard. Yeah, I also described a lot of the candy in the candy case that way, so okay. excuse really? me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like my music like, I like my candy. I think you brought up a really good point, though, which I know this kind of interrupts the rapid fire, but mm. a lot of um, being an artist and being a consumer of art requires being open to trying different things, mm. and that's why I think a lot of different people don't consider themselves like art people or mm. like cinemaphiles or like mm. just... Uh, consumers of art because they're so stuck on this they know that this they like this and mm-hmm. so they stick to that thing Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. but I think going out and like actually listening to people's recommendations and actually watching different things mm-hmm. and actually going to museums and not just going to take pictures which mm-hmm. I obviously do sometimes <laughs> but actually like reading everything yeah. I think that's what really goes into making a well-rounded artist mm-hmm. or just a consumer of art yeah, just like a human being in general. Yeah. I mean, it just completely broadens your entire, like, your mind, your exactly. life. You find all these incredible things you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so why stick to just one thing exactly. when there's so much out there? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and for the last question for Rapid Fire, because I know we've probably been here a little bit too long. <laughs> um, so what's the worst movie that you ever watched, and would you recommend um. it to a customer or a friend if they picked it out? Wait, worst movie? Mm-hmm. Worst movie that you ever watched. That I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. 
can't be the room because we all know. <laughs> no, the room is awful. Well, see, the room I absolutely adore. I'm one of those people that I'm like, yeah, it's just so it's so bizarre and so goofy and terrible, but it's made with a passion. Nah, oh my god. By somebody who really <laughs> believed they were making something no. good. Yeah, I adore that movie. I think it's a laugh riot. But um, yeah, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um. Probably like Transformers 2. Are you oh. for real? Yeah, that's, I think it's I wasn't a expecting of, a commercial film, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, that's a hunk of garbage. And yeah, <laughs> if somebody was running, I'd be like, hey, how about the animated? Have you ever seen the animated? Oh, like no. 1980? Mm. Check that one yeah, out. That's, that's actually a pretty cool movie. It's Channel 1, right? Yes. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go home and watch it just so kind of I can understand why it sucks so much. Because I, I've never seen any of the Transformers except for Bumblebee. Are you for real? Yeah. I heard yeah. Bumblebee was pretty solid. Yeah, Bumblebee was pretty alright. Yeah. yeah. But you're not really missing out on the Transformer franchise. Yeah. I'm more of a Marvel girl. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Nice. I can respect that. Yeah, of yeah. course. On to the more serious questions. So, <laughs> so have you ever heard of um, Cloud Hunter before? Yeah, I, I've actually been a few times, way, way, way back in the day. Really? Oh yeah. Did you go to Florida State? Or? No, I I never went to Florida State University. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did go to Club Down Under a few times. I saw like uh, Mike Doty play there, mm-hmm. uh, Girl Talk. Yeah, so I've been there a few times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How? What brought you to Tallahassee? Were you born in Tallahassee? No, um, actually, my parents moved here when I was in second grade, around 1991. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I went to Soto Trail Elementary, and I've left mm-hmm. like at least a half a dozen times. I've left Tallahassee oh. and totally never thought I'd be back. Wow. But it always pulls me a back place. in, man. Yeah, it's like I've always heard Tallahassee called a black hole, and it's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. you can't help it. It's like you get yeah. that get in that radius you just yeah. get pulled in I'm not gonna lie even though I complain about Tallahassee all the time when I'm not in Tallahassee I kind of miss Tallahassee yeah, yeah. it's like my friends are mm-hmm. here I go to school here <laughs> so much of my life I've learned so much about myself here it's I don't know. It's just something. Yeah. It's like home base kind of. No, no, I feel like Yeah, that's that's kind of like my wife and I talk about it all, all the time is, you know, you know, Tallahassee, it's a, it's a great place. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's a home base and you can travel everywhere else, but yeah. it's always cool to come home yeah. to kind of a small town, but it's mm-hmm. got like really cool spots. Yeah. Like if you know where to look. Exactly. There's mm-hmm. a lot going on if you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking of which, what does a railroad district actually mean to you in a sense? Uh, I know you've been working here for quite some time. You said you started your store around 2016, I believe. Yeah, 2016, we were on the west side of town, mm-hmm. like off of uh, Apple Yard, mm-hmm. between a um, Dollar General and a fitness church. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was a really, yeah. yeah wow. It was a, a bunch, not, not yeah. a whole lot of uh, foot traffic. Yeah. And it was weird because GPS couldn't find us either. Mm-hmm. Like it would send oh. people to Quincy and they'd be oh, like, really? where are you? And it's like, oh, come back about an oh, hour. No. Um but yeah, Railroad Square, the art district, I've been kind of frequenting this area since I was a little kid, mm-hmm. and it's where we always wanted Cap City to be from the get-go. Oh, like, really? I, And what's weird is actually the spot we're in right now mm-hmm. is the spot I wanted when we started looking. Wow. I was right? like, I want to be right here. Like, the wow. layout was perfect. It was exactly what we needed. It's fate. But yeah, Chop swooped in. They got it first, mm-hmm. and then we found our other location. I forget what hurricane it was. Came through, blew the roof off, oh, Chop wow. left, and we came in. Wow. So it all, it all like, I couldn't believe how it yeah, worked out, but... It all circles through, yeah. Yeah, man. Wow, that's nice. That's beautiful. Uh, I know you really are into film and everything. Mm-hmm. This probably means the world to you. I was going to ask, what do you remember how the art district was when you were a kid? Like, how was it in the 90s? Um, Man, I wish I could remember it more vividly. It was, uh, I know a lot of people were living here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really kind of a hippie artist community. Oh, it was, like, really lively, just like how it is. Oh, now. absolutely. Like, like, ten times? Uh, uh, yeah, it was like through the roof. It was a little bit wilder, a mm. little bit, it was, yeah, it was um, kind of a wild frontier out mm. here at Railroad Square. Over time, um, I, fe- I feel like it fell into a little bit of disrepair, but I know Adam and the management here at Railroad Square have done a very good job 
of um, renovating things and mm -hmm. making it look beautiful and really making an art district oh, that's good. again. Oh, yeah. That's great. Do you have like a favorite memory of like something that you just remember about Railroad's Grail, like when you were younger, or just your favorite moment here? In the area? very first time my uh, mom brought me to Railroad Square. Um, I want to say it was like sixth grade, fifth grade, something like that. And uh, where the rock gym used to be, they just they just moved out recently. Mm -hmm. But there was a big artist space, and they had just like white walls in there. And they invited mm -hmm. everybody in the community to come and just draw on the walls. Oh, wow. So you had these like incredible artists drawing on there. And I had like a couple sharpies who was drawing, you know, like little oh, monster wow. guys on the wall down at <laughs> the bottom. But they had like a live band. It was just this really bad punk band. I wish I could remember their name. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, just being a little kid, and it just blew my mind. I was like, mm -hmm. wow, I'm like. As a little kid, I'm accepted into this yeah. as like a little artist, artist of, of course, sorts. Of yeah, course. it was really, yeah, it made a big impression on oh, me. Of course, cool. you know, we could tell just the sheer fact that you know you're working in the real audition mm -hmm. right now. Um, those moments like that leave lasting impacts on you. Mm -hmm. You're never gonna forget For moments sure. like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I still remember my first first Friday. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yes. yeah, first Friday. I still remember the first time I came here. Wow, that. that's crazy. Yeah. Wow, so. What that's actually, funny. The first date my wife and I went on was a first Friday here at Railroad oh, Square. Aww. Yeah, oh, it's wow. kind of an unofficial first date. We were wow. just friends at the time, but we were hanging out. and um, Yeah, it was, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it was a very special that's night. Nice. So mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's really nice. So what actually inspired you to jump start, um, I'm sorry, jump start your business? Oh, man. Um, Besides film, <laughs> obviously, but... Yeah, it's, um, I kind of grew up going to the movies, obviously, mm -hmm. and um, going to movie rental stores yeah. all the time. And Video 21 was a local video store here in Tallahassee that was very special to me. Mm -hmm. uh, I worked there the last four years it was in existence mm -hmm. when all the video stores were shutting down because of Redbox, Netflix. Um, and this is kind of everything I wanted to do for Video 21 to keep it in business. Mm -hmm. But of course, by then, like all the money had been spent, yeah, it was just a matter of time. Of course. Uh, but in the meantime, while I was at Video Twenty One, I started up a monthly movie night mm -hmm. at Birds Aphrodisiac Oyster Shack. Like a subscription type. Uh, it was a thing where people would come in and we'd show. It was called. It's. It is still called. We're waiting for this whole pandemic oh, wow. thing to die under. Mm -hmm. But it's the first Saturday of every month. We'd host trash cinema nights mm -hmm. at Birds Aphrodisiac Oyster Shack, mm -hmm. and we and I'd pick one of my one of the weird, bizarro, trashy. <laughs> terrible movies mm. and would just show it to a crowd and of course the first two years we did it it was basically me with a fisher price projector <laughs> and a pop-up like slideshow screen watching these terrible yeah. films by myself I mean, you made it work though yeah the owner of uh birds noticed how well it was doing and asked me if i had any ideas for business mm. and so yeah i've had this thing in my mind for eons i was like hey i've got an idea for something mm. called cap city video lab a oh, theater wow. rental store a bar, of course, mm. we're not a bar, but we are the video <laughs> rental store, one screen theater that I always dreamed of, mm. and uh, yeah, they backed us, and it's it took a little while, but we mm. finally um, really kind of uh, taken off in the last few years. That's great. Why Cap City? Um, because of Capital City, you know, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. funny. A lot of people have asked me that. I understand it's like slang for, mm -hmm. like Cap. Yeah, yeah, for long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people yeah. like, oh man, do I have to change oh, the that's name? Cap. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just like should lengthen a Capital City Video Lounge. Yeah, cool, cool, no, I like cool. it. It's memorable. Yeah, you can trust us yeah, at Capital City Video. Cool. Of course. Oh wow, this is so much I have to say. Wait, I have. I don't know if you're gonna ask this. Oh no. But I really wanted to ask if because I when people love film so much, I always wonder why they don't make films. Even mm. though I know it can be like separate things because it goes a lot into making them. Mm. But, like, have you ever tried to make a film? Is that something that you want God, it's to? It's so funny you should bring that up because I actually, you know, I went to film school. I went to um, Full Sail and was it Winter Park, Florida, and Orlando? Mm -hmm. 
And I graduated from there and you know, I did PR. I worked at a PR firm here in Tallahassee for several years before we got laid off. And uh, I started my own web series that I did for a few years called The Primal Roots Rotten Reviews. And yeah, if you want to just watch a goofball talk about movies that... And eventually we started adding kind of skits into it. And by the end, we were just doing skits. Oh, wow. It was like, oh, I just watched this movie and then I get sucked into a dimension. <laughs> and it's like me inside the movie realm. And it, yeah, it was very goofy and... It's something I haven't done in nearly a decade now, but it's something I would love to get back to. And, you know, I've been brainstorming some ideas for short films and like a really cool way to bring back the Rotten Reviews. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's a matter of time because, you know, I've got the full-time job. I run this place at night and yeah, basically I'm working seven days a week. So finding the time to sit down and write, like that's something I've got to make happen. Like I just need to get up earlier or I need to find that time. But it's something I, I've always had a passion for. It's something I've always wanted to do. And uh, yeah, I'd really like, really like to get back to it. So you're both a consumer and a creator. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, um, we like to cultivate creativity here as well. We have uh, the Tallahassee Filmmaker Meetings here at Cap City. It's uh, the second Tuesday of every month. We invite local filmmakers, like no matter how what they've done or you know what they want to do, they can come into Cap City Video Lounge. It's hosted by um, a couple, Jeremy and Kayla King, uh, run the uh, Tallahassee Filmmaker Meetings. But people can come in and network with one another and figure out what they want to do and how they can do it. and. Yeah, so that's what we hope to do is, you know, inspire and cultivate creativity. That's really nice. What do you want to see in film today? Like, what do you want aspiring uh, filmmakers to make in the future if you could ever see their films? Let me tell you, uh, creative original ideas, man. Like, like I just feel like the Googleplex is just so saturated Mm. with the same. It's like, it's just constantly like McDoubles. It's just constantly (laughs) the same flavor, the same thing. But I feel like that's that's up and coming, especially in horror cinema. My God, the last five years. I never I never thought horror would get back to where it is now, like this new kind of renaissance. I, I'm really impressed at where things are going, especially with um, independent cinema. I you feel know. like with like Jordan Peele films oh, no. specifically, oh, there's been kind of like a turning point. When yeah, it comes been... to... You're not kidding. But Socially conscious horror yeah, cinema. It's always sure. been, but to have it like so mm-hmm. strongly put. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it's been incredible to see, and it, that's that's what's always drawn me to horror in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like the horror from um, what I consider the original golden age of horror cinema. Not to like take over the interview. <laughs> oh, no, <you're> right. <laughs> Let me tell you about the horror cinema. <laughs> but from like '68 to uh, like I'd say about '78, that decade, I feel is the original like golden age of horror cinema, okay. especially in American horror cinema. I'm very happy to see where it's going now. I, I agree. Only thing, if I could like change the route of whatever's happening in film, mm-hmm. is I'm very tired of seeing the coming back to slavery oh, no, i feel absolutely. like that story's absolutely. been told so much no. over film. once or twice <laughs> it's it's like let's hang it up like it's we can make black people other characters mm. other than sufferers other no. than people who are constantly going through something and i think that's why black panther did so well you yeah. know you have this sense of because it wasn't celebrating or like think uh reminiscing on the past it was mm. celebrating our future exactly. and celebrating what we've been through and exactly. where we're Absolutely. going. Mm-hmm. So tired. Every time I see any movie related to slavery, I'm like, stop! <laughs> no, there's stop so making many. There's, so there's many. an infinite world of stories no, to tell. So it's just, we can't keep going back to the same thing over and over. But that's a great point that you put out. Originality, I feel like that's something that's really hard to come by now. Um, mm-hmm. It's really hard to come up with original ideas, maybe branching out from someone else's ideas, or maybe, maybe even ideas that you made um, retroactively. Mm-hmm. Um, but film as a whole now, like, how do you feel about just how the landscape is? Like, certain directors, like, 
do you feel like certain directors now are making decisions that you honestly don't think are good or like maybe the decisions that they made now don't really reflect their ideas that they had in the past oh man yeah that's no, like a really loaded question i'm sorry that, like if filmmakers have gotten certain filmmakers visions have gotten diluted over time yes. i feel like yeah i'd say you know there's some filmmakers that have gone i don't want to name names but yeah there's some people who've kind of gone off the rails over the years but i feel a lot of it has to do with um producers and production companies and trying to sell to a market and trying to make money like everybody wants a blockbuster commercialization yeah. exactly exactly it's and that's what leads to really boring unimaginative movies and that's what like the AMC is full of. Like every once in a while you'll get like a cool indie yeah. movie and it's there for like two days and it's gone. I remember I actually, don't tell my bosses this, but I called in sick so I could see Parasite when it first came oh, out. Because wow. he only had two screenings of it. Mm -hmm. at uh, The AMC was at like 2 o'clock and 4.30. Oh wow, are you for real? Yeah, and I was like, well shit. It's like, oh, I'm sick today. <laughs> I ran over to the AMC and oh, saw wow. it. But yeah, there are original stories out there. There's, a, a again, a world of infinite cool ideas, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of filmmakers, a lot of people trying to make these movies and they're not getting the backing they need or you know the audience isn't finding it mm -hmm. so i've and you know definitely like a lot of streaming places aren't picking up all that weird stuff and it's it's difficult for them to promote it so that's what we do here at cap city i feel is we're able to find those weird movies find the strange things the weird little indie films that never got a chance in the theater we bring in here we're like hey check this out have you even heard of this mm -hmm. do you feel like we're losing um a very important aspect of aspect of film from streaming services and like being able to just or just i feel like netflix movies in general just aren't that good mm. i don't know um but do you feel like because people are able to make movies so quickly and so like just to hire anybody and make this movie. We have like Prime movies, we have Hulu movies, we have Netflix movies, like everybody's just making movies for the fun of it now. Do you feel like that's something that's a good thing or kind of driving us in a different direction? I think there's there's two, two aspects to that question. Um, I think everybody should be able to make movies. Like anybody who wants to, I'm so glad that it's that people have the option to now that it's so cheap, it's so easy. You can download the software and make your movie. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's quality or not, I mean, you know, there's an audience for everything. So just make it. If you want to make it, make it happen. It's out there. You can do it. But as far as movies that are streaming, like original content mm -hmm. that they're making just for streaming services, gosh, you know, I used to have a really good answer for that. But in the time of the pandemic, it's like I understand like you know to drop it there where you can watch it at home in the safety of your own home that's cool i mean it, it makes sense you're being safe i get it but as humans we love stories and what do we love more than stories watching them with the community watching it with people and hearing laughter hearing people's shock like we love that we feed off that we like to experience those stories together for sure so we can talk about it afterwards mm -hmm. there's something about that shared experience that's definitely lost in the era of streaming services and again that's you know that's something we try to cultivate here and it's yeah it's it's something that yeah in the age of anyway i'm just repeating <laughs> myself <laughs> yes so it's kind of a hard thing to address when you're going through a pandemic mm -hmm. yeah. because yeah safety first but um yeah as a species i feel like we 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 love to be together whether we like to admit it or not we all oh, no, love absolutely to it's that sense of belonging exactly of yeah community is very important it is. you're not kidding I, I feel like there's a sense of quality as well loss with a lot of the netflix films mm -hmm. um it's just a sure idea that they're trying to press out as many as they can with the pandemic going on. And it's just the drop in quality is obvious. Like you can tell, and it's just like, 
Like, do I want to watch this because I like it or don't want to watch it because it's the only thing out right now? <laughs> or because there's this one person on TikTok yeah. that's really funny. That's yeah. Really funny. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, it's so funny to me because, um, yeah, making, because, I mean, David Fincher put out, what was that movie on Netflix? There was a David Fincher movie that came out, and David Fincher's one of my favorite filmmakers. Really? But the fact that it came out on Netflix, as well yeah. says, oh, I can watch it any old time. Yeah. I haven't oh. watched it. It was up for an I Oscar. Put me spot. I, don't, I don't know what movie it is. <laughs> Have you heard of Don't Look Up? It's the one that has so many people. It's Leonardo DiCaprio is in it. Ariana Grande is in oh, it. Oh, I know what you're talking um, about. Meryl Streep is in it. Is this Jonah a streaming movie? It. Yeah, it is. It's on Netflix, movie. yeah. It's right now? Yeah. Well, it's coming out of it. December. I haven't heard of it. The amount of people in it is insane. Like Kid Cudi, Timothy Chalamet. Insane. Holy cow. Insane. I forgot who directs it, but. I, I, it's interesting how this is going to come out on Netflix yeah. with all these like huge names. I feel like Netflix is going to clash That's on a, December. No, no, <laughs> it's a pretty good possibility. It's, yeah, it's a funny thing because yeah, I just, if you're not watching Netflix, like I don't know where to, like I, I haven't even heard of this. And yeah. and again, like that David Fincher thing, I would have loved to have seen it in the theater, but it never hit and it's on Netflix and I can watch it any old time. So I've kind of put it off for over a year now. Like, I always have like these movies on my watch list where it's like, I know I'm gonna watch it, but mm-hmm. I just put it off. I don't know why Absolutely. I do, but it's I've just, had it just the happens. Same. I have had The Departed on my watch list. For Are like you for real? Months. It's on Netflix right now. <laughs> you can just watch it. I don't. I just. <laughs> I just. I don't know. I need to be. Have you been watching scenes from a marriage? I think it's called on HBO now. No. No. I watched it last night. <laughs> I don't know. It was just. Is uh, that the Adam Driver one? No, Oscar oh, what, Isaac. What is the Adam Driver one? That has to do with marriage. Marriage Story. Marriage oh. Story. I love that movie. I heard that was good. I love that movie. Anyways, that's enough about that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for letting yeah. us interview, Kevin. Yeah, of course, it was nice talking to you. Um, thank you for giving as much time as you wanted yeah. to. Oh. I was just allocated time that you have. I know you're really <laughs> busy, man, um, working the store and everything, but this means the world to us. I and like to I Club learned a under. Lot. Yeah, I did. I learned a lot about you. I learned a lot about Railroad. Yeah, Tallahassee. I learned a lot. Awesome, man. Well, it, it was an absolute honor thank you so much for thanking me i'm so happy to be here thank you for tuning in to dialogue down, oh, ooh, dialogue down under oh i gotta Do give you, you want to say that one more time <laughs> thank you for tuning in to dialogue down under this is jb this is tracy hey my name's kevin <laughs> <laughs> i hope to hear from you guys soon